This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that focuses on issues that affect your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell, and today we're going to talk about mindful meditation. Travis Steinka, OTRL, is an occupational therapist at MidMichigan Health. Occupational therapy places an emphasis on restoring function so that patients can get back to everyday activities and manage as independently as possible, whether at home, school, or at work. Health Dose asked Travis, what is meant by mindful meditation? By definition, mindful meditation is simply the non-judgmental awareness of your thoughts and feelings as they come in. Oftentimes, I think one of the easier ways to describe it is by saying what it's not. Most people think it's about blocking thoughts or creating some silence in your mind or not thinking when it's actually simply paying attention to the thoughts as they come in so that they don't control your emotions. So it's not about stopping thoughts. And most people say they can't meditate because their mind is so active, they can't stop their thoughts. So it's actually quite the opposite of that. It's simply paying attention to the thoughts as they come in. That's kind of how I describe mindfulness to the patient. And you said non-judgmental. What do you mean by non-judgmental? When thoughts come in, we often assess whether or not they're good thoughts or they're bad thoughts, they're positive, they're negative, and they kind of tend to tug us in, in different directions. So if it fits a certain narrative that we have in our mind, then we kind of latch on to those. So just looking at your thoughts and not saying this is either a good thought or a bad thought, it just is simply a thought. So we're very aware of our thoughts, but the problem is that many a times we judge them, good or bad. And, and so it's just the simple observation. And so something I like to say is just like an ambiguous note. So just instead of saying, I'm thinking about just thinking or feeling something that doesn't attach a descriptor to the thought. What are some of the misconceptions that you face or that your clients face when it comes to mindful meditation? What do people raises their objections or concerns? Well, one is that there's some type of underlying religious component to it. Mindfulness is secular. It's a simple exercise for the mind. So I think that's a big one. And the other one is people think it's about being able to stop your thoughts or create some type of blank slate where thoughts aren't coming into your mind. And so those are the two things. I think what people don't realize is the mind is designed to think. We're inundated with, you know, some people say as many as 10,000 thoughts a day. So that's what the mind does. The mind thinks, it creates stories, it creates narratives. And so people think that they can't meditate because they're unable to slow their mind. And I think once people start to non-judgmentally become aware of some of those thoughts, you naturally find a little more peace. You're not tugged around by your emotions. You're able to find a little more peace and you don't follow some of those thoughts. One of the ways that I think I like to describe it in kind of layman's terms is picture your mind as a four-way stop sign and the thoughts are the cars coming in. And so sometimes the four-way stop can get a little busy. It can get a little hectic. And you're just sitting there watching your thoughts. You're sitting like a rock or something, watching your thoughts kind of pass. And so mindfulness is just simply noting the cars as they come, your thoughts, and it's not becoming involved in them. Because what we can do sometimes is become very involved in our thoughts. We can chase them down. We can try to prevent them from coming in at all. And so it's simply noting the thoughts as they come in or just kind of appreciating the cars, if you will, as they go by. It's kind of a simple kind of way of picturing it, if you will. As an occupational therapist, what are some of the benefits that you see from mindful meditation? Yeah, I think there's a, a ton of benefits. One of the most prominent is when a patient comes in, usually it's a pretty traumatic experience being in a hospital. So they're already in a state of hyper-awareness. Their breathing tends to be 
higher, their heart rate, all these things. So what mindfulness meditation does is it slows some of those things down. It allows them to be more present and to not get so involved in some of the negativity and the different thoughts and feelings that they're having. There's some very specific physiological benefits as well. Things like I had mentioned, slowing your heart rate, decreasing blood pressure. We use a lot with pain management. And so a common response to pain is when the body kind of tenses up. So some breathing, some mindfulness has a relaxation response for the entire body. So we use it in a variety of ways to help patients. But there are also mental and emotional benefits that come from mindful meditation. Yeah, yeah. So one of the biggest benefits, especially for me, somebody who's struggled with anxiety for a good portion of my life, is it just brings a better sense of calm. And so I'm no longer trying to avoid thoughts or figure things out. One of my favorite quotes is an Einstein quote that says, you can't outthink your way out of a thinking problem. So I like to think of mindfulness as kind of this third option where you just note things as they're coming in. And so it really decreases the level of stress. Some people think mindfulness is being void of emotion. It's actually paying attention to that emotion so you can feel it fully. And so it also helps in responding skillfully to that emotion. So for example, I think something we can all kind of relate to is getting somebody pulls out in front of us or does something in traffic and we automatically have a response and we get angry and then we might do something that we later regret. What mindfulness does is allow you to feel that emotion and then there's a gap between the stimulus and the response. And so you can be a little more skillful in how you respond to complex emotions. And certainly in today's in today's culture and world, we're inundated with tons of things to stress out about. You mentioned being present, and that's kind of a buzz phrase that people use a lot these days. How do you describe being present or being more present? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And so we know that we spend about 50% of our waking hours either worrying about the future or thinking about the past. And so that's half our time that we're awake. And so being present is not allowing the future or the past to control us. So it's just, I like to kind of think of it like on the drive home. Sometimes we forget how we got home or the turns we made or because we're so worried about what we're going to have for dinner or what kind of a day our kids had at school. And so being present might be just noticing some animals on the side of a road or how the steering wheel feels in your hand or the the wind blowing in your hair. So it's just being engaged in what's currently happening and not worrying about or ruminating about what happened or what might happen. It's just simply being present in that moment. Who do you feel can benefit from mindful meditation? I really think anybody can benefit from mindful meditation. And I think specifically people who are really experiencing anxiety or they ruminate about things, or in my case, you know, it's helped me immensely with anxiety. General stress. I think we live in a world where a lot of people are walking around with pretty high levels of stress. And a lot of that stress is based on the environment you're in. And I always say the one thing you can control in mindfulness meditation is a way to practice this your response to all this stimulus. And so I think anybody who has experienced stress, which I think can be pretty much all of us, can benefit in some way from paying attention to our mind. I think it's like in the same way we exercise and do a bicep curl. I think uh, mindful meditation is kind of a bicep curl for the mind. Every time we find ourselves lost in thought, coming back to the present moment is that actual bicep curl for the mind. And so it's just recognizing when you're lost and then coming back. So I think Maybe the better question would be, I don't think who couldn't benefit. I think pretty much everybody could benefit from some level of mindfulness. 
And I suppose there's a segment of the population out there that is thinking, yeah, but all those thoughts that I have in my head, I need because I need to work those things out. And that's pretty much an indication that that's a person who could use mindful meditation. <laughs> right, right. And so I hear that a lot. So it's not saying that you can't think about those, but what usually happens is on the way home, as you're thinking about what you're going to have for dinner, maybe you think about something you said at work or a mistake you made or workout that you have planned. So there's this multitude of thoughts kind of, if we go back to the four-way stop analogy, you know, it's getting pretty busy there and you see like maybe some cars are colliding. And so what mindfulness does is allows you to focus on that current or present thought or feeling that you have. So you're not constantly bombarded with other things. So when you sit down at a computer to do your work or whatever, it will help you focus on that as opposed to being lost in various thoughts. And so it actually helps you become more productive research has shown. So the big question is, if you've convinced me to try this mindful meditation, how do I get started? Where's the best place to find a resource for this? There's a multitude of online resources. Some of my favorites, there's a Calm app or there's an app called Headspace. Do you recommend that people seek out help getting started with mindful meditation? Yeah. Initially, using a guide for mindful meditation, I, I think is highly recommended. You know, it'll give you some practical, easy to use steps to incorporate it into your daily life. If you Google mindfulness, you know, there would be an infinite number of strategies, approaches, some research-based, some just people trying to make a dollar. So yeah, I would definitely seek out somebody who has some experience so that they can kind of guide you through the process. And then using one of these apps that we talked about, either like a, a Headspace, I think is the most common, or the Calm app. I think having some structure when you begin will help you stay on. That is MidMichigan Health Occupational Therapist, Travis Steinka. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org doctors. For more information about MidMichigan Health Rehabilitation Services, go to midmichigan.org rehabilitation. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Thank you so much for listening. Check back again soon for another episode of Health Dose.